I'm Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, thanks so much for being a listener, watcher, however you're consuming this. Media rock star, a patriot, a police wife, and the host of the Elsa Kurt Show. That might have revealed it for you. We've got Elsa Kurt on today's show. We're going to be talking about, well, whatever we feel like talking about. Because it's Friday and it's my show and that's how we roll. Guys, all that more and it all starts right now. Elsa. Well, hello there. Good to see you. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited. Of course. So this is super weird because I've got like your face on all of the monitors here. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's just like, like nobody like, needs to see that yeah, much I, of me. I need to try and. <laughs> so guys, the website is not on this page. It's on this page. It's elsacurt.com. Make sure you go there, follow her all over the interwebs. Um, the funniest place for me is TikTok because uh, it's kind of her thing if you're unaware. Uh, but yeah, so go to elsacurt.com. Uh, people, you know, I blame the Department of Education. We have like a real epidemic of poor spellers. So I'll spell it for you. <laughs> it's super hard, super hard, folks. Elsa is E-L-S-A, and Kurt is K-U-R-T. ElsaKurt.com, go to the website. It's also linked below. So if you just totally can't spell, then right below our little floating talking faces, you can just click it at the press of a button. And of course, next week, guys listening on podcast, uh, after you rate and review the show, because you know we love that, uh, go ahead and subscribe to Elsa's podcast. It's going to be linked. You just have to press the, it's a touch screen, guy. You just press the button. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be any easier. Uh, so Elsa, how are you? How are you doing? I am great. Thank you. I love how easy you make it for everyone. We we are in a, you know, simplicity is a must society now. So you make that, um, you make it so, that's so awesome. But yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? See, you're very gracious because she's saying make it simple, but it, it's really because people have gotten dumber. Uh, and, and I hate to say this, but, you know, I've yeah, been well, played by it. And even people that listen to our shows, we've I was listening to something the other day and it was like, do you realize that we've stopped pronouncing T's? And I said a couple of words and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't I don't use whatever propaganda campaign they ran to get us to stop saying T uh, has has worked. It's worked. So many of their tactics have worked. And and even for the most aware, awake person, not that other word, um, it, it seeps into our vocabulary, into our existence, into our thought patterns. Um, yeah, it's uh, diabolically brilliant of them to to do what they've done. And yes, our attention spans are, um, you know, it's bad when, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you are scrolling through social media, for example, and it shows you that there is an article that you might want to read, it tells you how long it'll take you to read it. Yeah, like you know, so people look at it and they go, "Oh, three minutes? Going to take me three minutes to read that? Oh, that's too long. I can't do it." You know, that's that's where we're at. Man, it's a real writing for anyone that writes op eds, and I encourage you to. Just like I, you know, a big part of my show is come. It used to be coming out of the conservative closet. Now it's really coming out of whatever closet you're in. And there's a relative of mine. Uh, she's she's a Democrat. Um, but she's also very patriotic and she's in the closet about being pro gun because it's unacceptable mm. to her leftist colleagues and she lives in California. Uh, but the, you know, she's got AR 15s in every room in the house. Her kids know how to use them. They know it's for killing bad guys and, you know, slaying governments, not for like plinking or whatever. Uh, but anyway, a huge part of that of coming out of whatever closet you're in is being in the public square. And an awesome way to do that is to write op-eds, especially like all of your little local papers. Um, you know, maybe you start a blog, uh, but it's weird, but op-eds are still kind of important. And if you, if you set out to write one and you're like, okay, I have this two or three minute kind of cap because then no one will read it. It really turns into a creative writing assignment, like real quick. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah. That's I, so true. That's so true. Yeah, that you know, I love that. That's a great bright side to it. That you know, it does it does make you a more succinct writer for sure. That you know, you have oh, to get yeah. your information in as few words as possible, whether it's writing or speaking, really, right? Like get your point across, you know, as fast as you can. And and for somebody like me who is by nature, thanks, Dad, uh, very wordy. You know, that's it's been a great it's been a great learning experience to you know learn to shut up more <laughs> oh yeah same here i'm terrible it's funny because i i'm a 
podcaster, but I'm terrible at asking questions. I'm constantly, I'm a student of broadcast, I say. So I'm trying to get better at asking questions. And here, you'll be the benefit, the beneficiary of that because I'm learning about talk about questions, which is just, you know, tell me about, talk about, and then fill in the blank mm -hmm. and then kind of get out of there. Um, Joe Rogan does a great job of this. Jamie Foxx is actually the master of talk about questions and when he's interviewing people. Um, and he's also just incredibly funny. So maybe I'll be Jamie Foxx when I grow up. Uh, nice. I, I like that. Yeah, I um, I, I do. I, I spend a, a fair amount of time or at least try to spend a fair amount of time watching the pros um, because I'm in the same boat. You know, I'm actually in my in my personal life, in my private life. I'm not a big communicator. Um, and, you know, so, of course, that makes perfect sense that I would choose a, a lane, an avenue where you're talking and listening so much because, you know, yeah bizarre but this is the things that 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 we do or at least that I do and um so yeah so it has been for me as well quite a lesson in um learning how to have those types of dialogues with people and sitting back and listening and giving them the space to to do that so yeah I'm right there with you on that do you have this thing that I have uh as as a law enforcement spouse I'm guessing so but so my career was law enforcement military I did intelligence for a time I've always been that security person. So I, I'm intensely private. So it was hugely uncomfortable for me to, I was off social media, except for LinkedIn to start a podcast and, and everything that comes with it. Like I'm, I'm just an intensely private, like Ron Swanson type dude and super I'm, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. I'm like, I want to be like that nameless, faceless person, but you know, the collapse of the Republic and all and the economy's burning down to the ground. So I, I I figure these are sacrifices that we have to make. Yes, exactly. I love the way you just said that. Yeah, that's so true and and highly, highly relatable, you know, in my regular life as we call it. You know, I mean I'm uh, you know, I mean, 10 minutes ago, I was just dragging the, the garbage barrel up the driveway. You know what I mean? Like, it's such regular life. So when somebody does say something, usually for me, because I'm a bit of a recluse and, and I don't do a lot of appearances, I do a handful. Here Are and you there. an introvert? I'm a wicked introvert. Whoa, yeah. wow. Yeah. See? After yeah. this, after this, I will decompress for like an hour. I'll put on like my warm, fuzzy clothes <laughs> and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, it's, I have on my warm, fuzzy my pillow slippers that are a sponsor of the show. MyPillow.com, nice. promo code Mobley. <laughs> I love that. Well done. Well done. I like that a lot. And they do look so cozy. I love that. But yeah, absolutely. Total, um, total introvert. And you wow. just, um, and I'm sure you know it too. You just kind of flip the switch, so to speak, you know, when you're, you're on air personality, which is not to say it's not real. Uh, this is truly, you know, everything I do, whether it's the TikTok videos or the Elsa Kurt show or, uh, author events, all of those things, you're getting real me. Like this is me. This is just the version that you're getting of me is a different version than the one my husband gets or my kids get, you know, and we all do that. We're all, there's different, we're, we're multifaceted, you know, or if we're like Shrek, you know, we have lots of layers. We're like an onion. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, that has been an adjustment more so probably for my husband than me, because we have lived a very private life. Um, we don't really have any uh, law enforcement identifiers uh, on, on our persons when we go out, you know, I laugh some people uh, in law enforcement way back, not anymore. I haven't seen it happen, but uh, I'm not wearing one today, but a lot of times I'll wear a, a thin blue line. Uh, baseball cap or some type of clothing or something on air or in a video and you know somebody will you know take uh, not offense to it but get a little mad about it and say oh you shouldn't be wearing you know stuff that identifies you you know you're making yourself a target and blah 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 and you know I have a couple answers to that um, first of all honey I carry so come and get it you know that's one answer and two um, I don't typically wear this stuff out and not because I'm not proud of it, um, but because I, I don't, for my husband's sake, you know, I try not to broadcast it too much because he'll worry, you know, he'll be worried about, he already worries, you know, he worries about my safety and all of those things with my big fat mouth running all the time. But the flip side of that is if we don't, Joe, you know, if we don't, who will? So we have to, we have to be the people who speak up and encourage other people to speak up and stand for what's right. And, um, and this country, really, I mean, everything that you're saying, everything that you stand for is well, 
tyranny, all of those things, the, the quiet people need to find their voices. And, um, you know, I was one of those quiet people and uh, not anymore. <laughs> I always tell, I, I have a lot of the, con- usually out in public, um, the most controversial thing that I wear, I'm usually wearing my bright red, shiny, you know, MAGA hat. And I say MAGA, which triggers a lot of people because it's MAGA. <laughs> I know, I know folks, it's fine. I can do what I want. Uh, Yeah, so I I say MAGA. I say MAGA on like one or two programs because I know that the host, like if I'm doing something for someone else. Uh, But usually out in public, I'm kind of, you know, stripped down, absent of uh, indicators. Uh, Some people are like, I was in the army for 11 years, but I don't have any tattoos. Uh, So some people are like, if you were in the army and you don't have any tattoos, were you ever really in the army? so typically, unless someone is like us and they're looking, they do those scans. I'm always looking at hands and waist. If you want to harm me, 99.9% of times you got to use your hands unless you've got some kind of poison or something. If that's you, then you earned it. Okay. You deserve you it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's initiative right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I do that quick waist and hands, but the... So basically the indicator that's usually on me is um, one of the memorial bracelets that I'll wear. And that's, it's whatever. Um, But I tell people like, you probably have this moment too. I will speak in the public square or wear the stupid hat, which by the way, for you Christians out there, my MAGA hat starts more conversations that lead to, um, you know, the problem of evil that lead to the cross that lead to me having a conversation about the gospel with a total stranger because they were so outraged at the hat. That's why I wear it. So newsflash, but I'll do that. And like today I've got the back of this shirt is, um, um, I'm wearing, uh, open. I'm wearing this one today, which of course just triggers people immediately uh, with the calibers all faster than dialing 911, uh, which is true, folks, uh, much faster than dialing 911. Um, law enforcement's great, but a lot of times the, the capacity is just keeping a, a really well-organized document of what went down uh, before they were there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But we'll do we'll do the podcast and be uncomfortable to avoid this. The the Christmas Eve, you know, sailing across the frozen river to go engage in warfare. That right. that's a solid trade, you know, podcasting yeah. and yeah. Um, friends, family or fans. Just know the worst thing you could send us is like a video of ourselves speaking. That's just like the worst. <laughs> it's, like, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's so cringe <laughs> to to use the like my if my kids who are adults if they heard me say the word cringe, they would have cringed. But I I couldn't help yeah. myself. I like that one. Have um, Have you experienced this one? I uh, I listen to podcasts and fast forward. I do, except for Ben Shapiro. You know, to save time. But I've never considered myself that way. So I walked downstairs, you know, several months ago. My wife is listening to me on like 2x speed. <laughs> it was nuts. Like I was like, oh my gosh. That's so funny. You know, I never like I avoid asking friends and family members if they ever watch my stuff. Uh, mainly because I don't want to know the answer. I don't want to know if they watch it and I don't want to know if they don't watch it because I'm either going to be embarrassed or hurt. So there's no win. Like there's no winning. But people will reach out like friends, you know, a, a friend of mine who um, lived in my state but moved away. Um, she's, she just told me recently, she's like, you know, I listen to your podcast, you know, every day. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't even this, know how to react is, to that. This is the inside scoop guys. Like, yeah, it, it we don't know what to do or say, uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, that I go to church with who, who's an elder, um, was saying the other day. And it's funny because like, we're saying this and, and you all will listen like, <laughs> um, that he listened to me on a road trip, like all the way, you know, several States out and back. And it's just like, well, what do you say? <laughs> like, Oh, what did I say? What episodes I'm right. thinking about? Like, Oh, I hope I didn't drop it. Cause like, like every couple of episodes, especially if I'm particularly upset about something, there'll be some profanity, sometimes sorry guy it's okay they're just like goodness gracious no no christian could ever use that word yeah i have been internet reprimanded for my propensity (laughs) for curse words 
Yeah, somebody commented uh, on my on a video on YouTube, and they're like, um, you know, I really like you know the gist of it's like I really like you, but I'm trying to understand why you why you feel the need to um, use curse words or swear in your videos. Uh, what what does what does that do for you for you or your video? I'm like, I, you know, my response was, well, surely you don't expect a grown woman of a certain age to feel the need to explain herself or justify herself to a stranger on the internet. Um, you know, <laughs> that's just silly to me. Like I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't answer to you. You're not paying my bills. You're not my employer. Uh, you know, I, I, that you would actually think that I should answer to you in that way. Like don't watch the show. Uh, I'm sorry that swearing offends you, but thank I, you. Right? Don't like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, just you know. I mean, if I would love for you to. Bad, then don't listen, folks. Yeah, and I actually told him. I said, you know, I would love for you to stay on and keep watching my videos, but if this isn't your cup of tea, you know, that's that's a choice you have to make, and and I'm okay with that, you know. But to expect that I would explain myself to you is just, you know, that's silly to me. If you have to ask kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah. you know, the, to even ask the question is bizarre to me, you know, and I, I think that's like the the thing that has been quite uh, an eye opener in, in this whole social media life experience that, you know, while people will just say things to you that I, I, maybe they would, maybe these same people would say it to you in person because you said you had some that said stuff to you in person. Um, but generally, it, the case is like they say things to you on the internet that they wouldn't say to you in person and, and oh, in real keyboard life. Keyboard warriors, yes. Right? Keyboard yeah. warriors, man. Oh, they are something special. They really are. And, you know, and then they get mad and upset when you respond, when you come back at them with, you know, equal or more force. And, you know, that to me is like, well, what did you expect was going to happen? Like, did you think because you said uh, that I'm stupid or a dumb blonde or I don't know what I'm talking about? Did you think I was just going to delete my count and go away because you didn't like it? <laughs> you know, no, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Most of the time, in fairness, I used to I used to go tit for tat a lot back uh, a while back early on. And now I'd say about like 97% of the time, I don't respond or react to anyway. I just keep scrolling because I think, you know, there are a lot of times where the best response is no response. Um, you know, don't value their their stupidity really um, with a response because that's what they want. They want a response. They want a reaction. Um, but occasionally, you know, I can't help myself and I and I have to have to pull out the claws. <laughs> it's so interesting you're, you're exactly right. Like people who aren't into TikTok probably don't know. Like TikTok is a lot, a lot like Twitter with the keyboard warriors. Um, Cause Twitter, I'm still on Twitter and my second biggest following is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get a lot of trolls basically. Yeah. And so a lot of my audience doesn't TikTok. They're not on TikTok, whatever. Um, but something they probably don't know is like, it, it's very Twitter-esque in the things that people are willing to say to you and leave in the comments of your videos. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I like kind of famously remember I joined Twitter. I put up an account. It just says Joe Mobley. There's nothing on it. No picture, no nothing. And while I'm like waiting to, to launch, you know, what's, what's Twitter going to be like? Um, my blank profile gets like, you suck, <laughs> like comments and stuff. And it's like, basically every, whatever your number of followers are, it's just like a, a, a multiple of, of hate talk that yes. you get. Like, and yeah. some of it's, some of it's really entertaining. I'll just be honest. Some of it's it hilarious. Is. It's funny. It's really funny. Like, you know, it's almost guaranteed that whoever leaves a nasty comment, it's almost guaranteed that they will have the most atrocious grammar and spelling. You know, they, they can't spell what they're trying to say. And those are the ones I actually have a blast with. And a lot of TikTokers do as well. Like if you're, if you're going to come yeah. for me, right. If you're going to come for me, at least, at least be able to communicate clearly. <laughs> yeah. Like I try and be concise with my language. I try, I don't always succeed, but at least I try. So you know, if you're going to come and attack me, you know, for on the basis of my looks or my beliefs or my opinions or just for the fact that I exist, at least spell it properly for 
for God's sake, man. <laughs> it's really funny. I like to, this is very popular on TikTok. I haven't done one of these TikToks where, where you like read people's comments, or whatever, but I love to, to retweet them. I should do a TikTok like that um, because, you know, it's a comment and it might get a dozen or so. But if you like retweet it, if you put it out on TikTok, then it's going to get some real eyeballs on it. Mm -hmm. And I usually embarrass, like that, that's my go-to move now because it's yeah, usually I like embarrassing. That. They get a lot of attention on their account that they don't yep. want to get. Yeah. Um, and it's, and guys, you always do this to yourselves. I don't leave comments like that on anyone's social media. If I feel so moved about something, I will send an email and expect it to go straight in the trash. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah that... same, same. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I, you know, if anyone and you could, anybody, I don't know how they would do this, but they're more than welcome to try if they're so, so inclined. Um, you could go find every single comment I've ever left on a video. And it is always positive always encouraging, always kind. And it, which is not to say that I love every single video that I, I watch. Um, it just goes to say that I'm not leaving anything negative for anyone. And I, if I don't like something, if I don't like a video, I simply don't watch it and I send it away. I'll, I'll, you know, just, uh, what I forget what it is. I think you like hold the screen and just put not interested or something like that. So if it doesn't interest me and I don't like it and oh, I don't man, agree with it. I didn't it, even know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the worst millennial in the world, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible at the internet. I, I'm Listen, I'm pretty impressive for an old broad with this technology stuff. I, my, I'm better at it than my kids who are 29 and 25. And they're like, I can't even, how, I can't even deal with this stuff. So are, yeah. Are you from the Northeast? Uh, yeah. By chance. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard <laughs> someone say old broad said that I hadn't been related to like in a long time. Uh, yeah. I claim Virginia, but it, it's a secret that I'm actually from Long Island. Uh, but, uh, uh -huh. but I mean, I'm, I'm a Virginia boy. I grew up here. Uh, yeah. We moved. I was a kid when we moved. Um, so, you know, while we're, while we're teetering on pissing people off, um, while doing the interview prep, I don't watch all of your videos. No one could. You post a lot of videos. And they're too great. many videos. I don't watch my videos. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because I, I used to listen to every podcast. I used to be once a week. Um, um, yeah. But there's just too much content for me to re-listen. Uh, but anyway, I, I do interview prep. So I watched a bunch of your content. Uh, and I th you posted one that I think is pretty spicy, but I don't think that you thought it was going to be spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, know which one. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and I don't think that it's spicy either. But it, it's kind of like the mental health one. So the other day, um, you and I'm not going to pull it out because it's always a huge pain in the butt to play uh, <laughs> TikTok videos on desktop into Streamyard. Is just gotcha. I, again, worst millennial. Um, but you guys should go and watch it. It's uh, it's the other Elsa on on TikTok. And um, you said something that was very Ali Beth Stucky. -y. Um, but there's that, that attitude, you know, I'm enough, I'm this, I'm that. Um, and then I'm okay with whatever. And you said like, Hey, if you're not okay, that's not okay. You're, yeah. you're kind of supposed to be treating that or trying to get back to center or whatever. And right. I can imagine that you got a lot of unsavory messages. Yeah, yeah, I got some flack for that. And yes, I, I finally do remember which one you're which are one you're referring to. Um, I said, you know, so there's that saying that that um, is very popular these days, which is it's okay to not be okay. And I get the intention of that, you know, and somebody pointed that out in the comments. And I was like, yeah, that's actually worth addressing. They weren't rude. They were, they were fine. They're like, you know, when they say that they're trying, they're speaking to people who are trying to do everything and pretend that they're okay all the time when they're not okay. I, I get the in, an initial intention of the message, but what it's really conveying to people in mass is that it's okay to not be okay. Just be not okay. And, and my response to that is, it's not okay to not be okay. That's not healthy. So if you're just sitting in this place of not okay, um, there's a really good chance that you're not going to be able to get out of that, you know, and that, and that's how, you know, depression and sadness and all of those things work. If you stay there, if you allow yourself to stay there, 
the, all the more hard or difficult it is to get out of that mindset. You know, so my only message there, which always gets misconstrued by anyone who wants to misconstrue it, is that you have to do the work. Like you have to do the work on yourself. If you're not okay, you need to find a way to be okay. And it's not for me. It's not for anybody else. It's for yourself. And that's that was my, you know, my only intention with the message. And of course, yes, it does. You know, there were people like, that's a terrible thing to say to people. You're making them think that blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, I'm not making making anyone do anything. We all have free will. So if this message, my attitude, when I do those types of videos, I call them the not a therapist videos. Um, <laughs> and, and my my feeling with those as with any video I put out, um, if you're meant to see that video, if it shows up on your For You page, and I know our, our non-TikTok people don't know what that means. It's like the equivalent of the Facebook news feed or, you know, the main wall, so to speak, uh, where you get all the content, not just your own stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel like there is, if there's one person that sees that video and goes, oh my God, I need to get myself out. She's right. I got to get myself out of this funk. Then mission accomplished purpose served and all the people that didn't like it or didn't agree with it or didn't understand it. Um, that's okay. That video wasn't for you. It wasn't intended for you and just move on. It's wild how people think messages are super sharp and super tailored and can move people. Like guys, you listen to content, you watch TikToks or YouTube videos or Instagram, whatever. And when something comes on and you don't agree with it, it's gone from your memory in the next three seconds. It's not having this deep, meaningful impact on your life. Um, so it used to be like the big lie in 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 uh, crisis trauma care, like don't mention the word suicide to someone um, who's having a going through something traumatic because it might give them the idea. It's like no, we we discovered that was fake news. It it you are as as a suicide interventionist, you're supposed to say, have you thought about killing yourself? Have you thought about hurting yourself? Have you done? You're supposed to ask all those questions. So no one, 0% of people watching Elsa's video would have gone, man, I haven't been doing okay. And this just makes me feel worse about, right. about my, no, that, that would have happened to absolute zero people. Okay. That, that's right. just totally fictitious, totally made up. And no one's going to fall into a deep depression because that video made them feel like they're unable to deal with their stuff. Right. Uh, the only impact it would have on anyone or the, well, two impacts piss people off. And I'm, I'm sure you pissed a lot of people off, but the other one is that person that you described. That's like, yeah. but yeah, that person that's dealing with whatever uh, that's in financial crisis, that's mm -hmm. in marriage crisis, that's in, you know, the the republic is collapsing and things kind of set crisis yeah, and go whoa, right. whoa 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 i i gotta cast off the eeyore and i gotta you know yeah. get back to doing my my thing yeah that absolutely like you know we we have this you know and who benefits and, and the real question here is the you know that i would ask that i would have the conversation with somebody who took issue uh, with that video or any of the other tough love kind of videos that I've done in the past, which, you know, same types of themes, like you, you got to pick yourself up. No one else is going to pick you up. You have to do it. You have to do it. And, um, you know, the, the conversation I would have, with, let's talk about who benefits from what. I get no benefit. Nothing happens to me, good, bad, or indifferent, whether you take this advice or not. I don't make any money off of it. Um, you know, nothing. Um, but Who's benefiting from you being depressed? Who is benefiting from you being on um, depression medication? Who's benefiting from you needing therapy? Well, all of those people that you're paying to make you feel better or make you feel like it's okay to not be okay. Because the longer you're not okay, the more money they can make off of you. So, you know, who's benefiting off of your illness or your sadness or your... Um, challenges and difficulties in life. So that's where I would say, take a pause and think about that. Who benefits from your misery? Yeah, exactly. I've got to say, and you're going to hate this, but <laughs> your, your laugh now because of your impressions reminds me of <laughs> Kamala Harris. I know. I know. I scare myself. Joe, I scare those... myself. It's one 
It's funny. I'm obviously black for anyone who's not visually impaired. Wait, what? Uh, but I can only say socially acceptable black things. The black community rejects those other things. And I that's definitely ain't con- black because I didn't vote for Joe I was going to say, well, that's because you're conservative. So you're not really black. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like when people come at me and, and say, you know, if I say anything, so I'm, I'm half Cuban and half German. And obviously I don't look Cuban and I probably don't look German either. I don't really know what the heck I look like, to be honest with you. I have no clue. Um, I mean, I look at myself all the time, but I don't know what I look like nationality wise. And, um, you know, anytime I've ever said that to somebody and going back long before the social media stuff, um, I have a very, I have like my maiden name is essentially like the Spanish version of Smith. It's one of those names, you know, extremely common. There's 50 million of us, probably more. And don't, um, don't get nobody... Joe Biden the pride trying to yeah. pronounce it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and nobody ever believes me. You know, nobody ever believes that that I'm half, you know, part Hispanic because apparently uh, to be Hispanic, you can only look one certain way. Mm. <laughs> so who, I, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I break the so rules. racist. Right. Can you imagine? They're, like They're so racist. They're so the racist. Time. The audacity to tell me someone who was Born half Cuban, half German, born with both sets of of grandparents um, speaking their respective languages. I mean, I literally would go and eat sour broughton at one house and go have rice and beans in the other. And I mean that very, very literally and very exactly, you know, right down the middle. Um, But because I don't look a certain way and I'm not like 100 percent and I don't look a certain way, I don't qualify as that, according to them. Now, Wow. <laughs> Talk about offensive, but you know, I'm the offensive one. Go figure. Yeah. I'm just waiting. You know, I'll know that I'll I've arrived, you know, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. celebrity influence, whatever, when I become the new blackface of white supremacy. That's yeah. when I can I can hang my hat up. I'll be like, boom, I'll go in right? to my You'll wife. Like- my wife is white. I'll be like, babe, we did it. We did we it. Did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember what I was going to say, though, because I used to that my college professor friend mentor, uh, you know, I used to make fun of him for one or two things. And I did those impersonations so often that I now do those things. Uh, so I'm yes. wanna, that that's probably got to be. Uh, yeah, and, and you practice impersonations for so long, like people don't even realize. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. I definitely, uh, Kamala isms have slipped into my, my <laughs> vocabulary. I, I caught, I've caught myself saying, okay, uh, in regular life. And I, and I've like, I, <laughs> I startled like, oh, does anybody hear that? <laughs> but yeah, the laugh is really, um, I hurt myself when I, yeah. when I, when I hear it, I hear it. Yeah. It's bad. It's I've bad listened time. to, um, uh, the other guy's podcast, um, the guy that does Trump and mm. you can tell he, he, he doesn't try very hard. I, I I don't assume he tries very hard, but you can tell that he, he tries to make sure that he's his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you listen to enough episodes and you can hear that. Like, it's like scope creep. <laughs> and it's probably because, you know, we're not friends. I don't know him, but I know uh, as a performance artist, like, oh, this is something that he's practiced. This is something that you've practiced. Right. And in that pursuit, you can really, like, it creeps up on you. It's so yes. annoying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the price it's we so pay, true. folks, she's, she's surrendered to Kamala-isms for, yes. for your sake. I did. I sacrificed <laughs> myself for you for you all <laughs> for your <Yeah>. entertainment <laughs> the anonymity is really the biggest thing and i'll never forget um all black people don't look alike but i can't remember if this was will smith or denzel washington um but one of them was saying that one of their mentors uh for acting told them to cherish the anonymity mm. um because it's something that once it's gone that, that's not something you can recoup or recover. They're famous internationally. They could go mm-hmm. to some little, they could go on a mission trip to some unreached people group. And if they've run lines or cables or whatever, they'll know who they are. Yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah. my gosh, it's, uh, it's one of those two uh, black actors. I can't, I can't remember which one. <laughs> I don't know it sounds is, more Denzeli. You know, you know uh, they all look the same. So whichever one he is, I'm sure he's yeah. interchangeable with the others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, um, 
you know, uh, smart is knowing a lot of things. And yeah, uh, I, I like to, I like to a lot of times just give blanket credit, just be like, if these aren't my words, I don't know who said it. I'll never remember, but thank them. You know, if you yeah. happen to know, put it in the comments, if you know who said this, cause it wasn't me, you know, I'll throw myself under the bus. I don't, I, I don't mind. Cause I, you know, how many thoughts are original in these days, you know, and I hate to sound like so dark and dreary about it but you know we're we're all learning from each other and we're all getting information from each other and there's so much information that comes at you at once all the time especially um when we do what we do because you do have to do so much research and watching and and consuming of different you know um medias so to speak um it's like almost impossible unless you have a photographic memory to remember where you got something from but you know so i just i just get blank yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I wish. Uh, I have the worst memory ever. I've taken to, and I've done this for a while now, and everybody calls me out on it all the time. I refer to everything that isn't this moment as the other day. So if it happened this morning, it was the other day. So the other day, I took I do over. that. My wife calls me out. She's like, that was six months ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, the other day. Same, same. Yeah, it wasn't this day. It was definitely another day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I keep getting called out for is uh, apparently I say I say stuff and things a lot. And it's my lazy way of just not completing a sentence, you know, not completing a thought. I just go, yeah. So, um, you know, I went to the store and then, you know, stuff and things. And uh, yeah. And and that's the end of the sentence. If people are like, that reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where <laughs> they keep saying yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Yes. she wouldn't yada yada over the yada, yada. over the good part which she said oh yeah i'd yada yada over that. <laughs> yes. yeah seven things i've not heard that one yeah no. you're welcome to take it and you can just say i don't know i heard it from somebody give them credit whenever yeah. well then there's all the there's all the misquotes too and especially about the founding fathers good night like uh thomas jefferson Love him. You know, I get it, guys. He owned slaves. Oh, my gosh. The shortest period. Honestly, and Americans hate hearing this, but this is just it. The triangle slave trade, the Western slave practice, it was the shortest and least significant slave practice in history. Mm. Like, that's just a fact, folks. Sorry, it it was, okay? It's Uh, not a convenient fact, right? Not a convenient fact for, for the left. 12 million slaves total. We had 300,000. I'm not an economist, a mathematician. I do have a basic calculator. That's an extremely small set of those slaves. Brazil had millions wow. of, of those same, you know, West African, uh, Ivory Coast, Elmina slave, Castle slaves. They had them in France. They had them in England or in Europe. They had, but I mean, they had millions in South America. Mm-hmm. We had 300,000, but just... Perspective, right? Perspective is everything. Yeah, I wish, I feel like, you know, I I feel like I I could sit with you for probably hours on end and just take notes on all of this information that you have such extensive knowledge on because I I have very limited and this is like one of my favorite things to do to sit and listen to somebody who knows more about the stuff and things than I do. Like, this is so cool for me. (laughs) I love this. Well, I I use it and uh, I use it as like a rhetorical device a lot when I'm having debates. I, lo- I love to have debates, mm-hmm. um, and I'm usually really kind about it and soft-handed, especially in person. Uh, and it was funny because initially my wife hated it. Like I could have a knockdown, drag-out battle with someone, and they'd leave. They'd be laughing, crying. We'd be hugging at the end, uh, up into and including with my mother-in-law. And she's just like, "How is this possible?" And it's like, that's my spiritual gifting. I like, I've been given courage for the purpose of having these conversations because it's like, oh, no one would ever say that. I'm like, bull, I'm, I'm going in, uh, especially with all the racism. Like, how is it that I usually say, how is it that we're having these race debates here, but not in a country like Brazil when we're mm-hmm. talking a huge factor? keep from 300,000 to several million. So they had many, 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 many times more. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of breaks down. It, it, we know it's it, like, it's not true. My grandma was right. a German immigrant, you know, mm-hmm. like very near after the Holocaust. 
obviously the Mowgli name comes from the slave trade. It was one of those names like Johnson. Hey, and family, if you're looking for the perfect names. gift for the reader um, in your life, so it's like why I, not I check know, out one I'm of my books? It wasn't the thing. They're all available uh, on Amazon and most major online book retailers, like say, as well as ElsaCurrent.com. If you want to do something, or if you want to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. There's nothing in that man's life to even allude to something like that. Like he never wrote, said, yeah, telegraphed, whatever. Like he just didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's almost like these quotes don't even matter. And then the, the things that the men actually said and their wives and their children and they journaled and they wrote letters, we disregard that stuff. The declaration, mm -hmm. we disregard it. One of the only things in pop culture that reveals to the layperson that there were people involved in the revolution um, in the founding of the country that were anti-slavery. And it kind of muddies the water because they appeared to be black and Hispanic, but they were actually white. They just, mm -hmm. they cast it in a racist way. Um, but these were white men, prominent white men who sacrificed and who surrendered, you know, their, their lives, their fortunes and their sacred honor for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And Hamilton addresses it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Lawrence Robbins dies and uh, they, they talk about Alexander Hamilton wanting to do more against slavery. Now he was Haitian, but he was definitely pasty face. Everyone would thought he was white. Uh, he, <laughs> yeah. You know, you ever meet that like white Mexican and they're like super fluent in Spanish and, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, what? And it's like, oh, this is an ethnicity. This is like a nationality and an ethnicity. It's not right. mutually exclusive. So yeah, uh, Hamilton wasn't black folks. I'm sorry. Uh, right. Yeah, he, he wasn't. When you think Haitian, you think like a poor black person, uh, which speaks into the immigration lie because, yeah. you know, oh my you God. take other countries best and brightest. Mm -hmm. In reality, they might send money back there for a time, but what the country actually needs is their influence there. And a case in point is one of the literal founding fathers whose face is on American money was from Haiti. How is Haiti doing? Right. Not great. <laughs> not not so great. Not so great. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking about, you know, fighting basically racism with racism uh, and the illogic of that, you know, another example of that, not with racism, um, but a tiny bit in a way, you know, I, I see a lot anytime I make one of my TikTok videos you know, making fun of Biden. I do videos of uh, being pretending to be Joe Biden's handler. And, you know, she's always uh, oh, just this poor, poor embattled woman who is always trying to get him to say, you know, the right things and not the wrong things. And he says them anyhow, of course, uh, with gusto too, a lot of times. And uh, I always get in the comments, um, the first thing they say, and, and mind you, when I make those videos, I make no mention of Donald Trump whatsoever. It's just about the immediate and exact um, thing that Biden is doing. So if he said something racist, um, that's what the video is about, nothing else. And they always come in and there's always like 50 comments of, yeah, well, Trump said worse. Well, you're a Trumpster, Trump, 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 Trump. Everything is Trump, Trump, Trump. And, you know, and it they, always they makes sense. They, they really can't. Trump. Yeah, they can't. Like they, I mean, I think they almost break their fingertips on the keyboard, you know, with how fast they are, their phone keypad, whatever, trying to get that comment out. And, you know, my only response, which I don't even bother responding anymore, it's just to whatever. Um, but if I were to respond, I would say, hold on. So you're basically justifying, you're justifying this man saying to the black community, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Uh, or if you vote for Donald Trump, whatever the exact phrasing was, but that's the gist. You're not black. Um, if you're Hispanic, you probably don't know how to work a computer. Um, if you're <laughs> Indian, you must work in, uh, you probably work in a 7-Eleven. I mean, yeah. right. I mean, these he, are real Biden quotes. That's, that's real, the... <laughs> real, absolute Biden quotes, not like a fuzzy image of him. That's, it could be anybody else flat out Biden saying these absolutely awful things. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of the things. He, that he also called a uh, president of the United States, the first clean black man. That was even oh I don't, God. I don't get offended, but I was like, dang. Yeah, that like that was sad. Like, if you yeah. want to put like on a list of bad, that's probably pretty high up there. Yeah. And and their only response to that is, yeah, well, Trump said, you know, grab him by the, you know what. 
I'm like, well, you know what? Trump can say that a thousand times over if he wants, because the women that he was actually talking about doing that to are women that actually did welcome that type of attention from him. He wasn't saying just go grab. I'm not justifying, but you know, I am explaining that what I know to be true, he's saying something about people who are willing to be treated a certain way because of his financial status. Is, is that right? Is that appropriate? Blah, blah, blah. Eh, whatever. Who cares? Who really cares? You're talking about consenting adults. But you're you're comparing something like that with somebody who's saying blatantly racist comments and they they don't want to hold them accountable for it. Like your oh, only response. I like how men across the nation folded because I played some sports, guys. I yeah. If I've not partaken in, I've at least been present while locker room talk was happening. And I like how all of men across, and probably women, who knows what goes on in a, in a female locker room? I don't. Oh my God. Leah Thomas might. Uh, <laughs> locker room talk is really a thing. There, there's, it's a thing. It's something that you would never want to talk about at work or in, in mixed company or whatever. It's, it's just real. Like, come right. on. And like, yeah, you know, talk about, let's talk for a minute about hypocrisy. All these people that are like, oh my God, so offended. Clutching their pearls. Yeah, exactly. Listen, y'all say lots of comments that are off color, inappropriate, um, you know, objectifying. Although we've, everybody's done. If you haven't, God bless you. You're a saint. You're a saint. I, I bow down to you, whatever. But everybody has said things that are, um, offensive, objectifying, you know, it just, do you see young girls at these boy band concerts uh, screaming, ripping, trying to rip the clothes off of these men, you know, and not just teeny bopper stuff, you know, adult women too, throwing oh, panties R. on Oh, R. Kelly stages. concerts used to be rated R. Yeah. 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 I mean, the stuff that goes on consentingly, willingly, um, mutually participatory, is that a word? We're calling it a word if it's not. Um, you know, so everybody stop clutching your pearls that Trump said something vulgar, you know, um, because I, 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 I've got a, I've got a potty mouth on me, Joe. So, you know, I'm not offended. I don't really care at all what he said. Um, but you're comparing the two and it's just silly to me, you know, own it, just identify it and say, you know, it's, if you find it, it's fine. If somebody got on there and was like, well, you know, just, just for the record, I didn't like the types of things that Trump said that was real crap, but this is terrible too. And he shouldn't have said that. And he owes an apology and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is unbecoming of a, of a president, of a leader uh, of the country. The, the real problem is it's a cross between a red herring and a straw man. But mm. the big red herring is you're talking about something that is, that is verifiably racist, sexist, prejudicial, whatever that someone said and that Joe Biden said, and they want to make it about, oh, well, let's talk about the ambiguity of this other guy. It's like, no, 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 no. Why do we give him a reprieve? We're, we're talking about Joe Biden. Exactly. We're, we're not talking about. And what if, to kill the whole argument, what if we just see it and we're like, yeah, Trump is a terrible, racist, fascist, uh, white supremacist, whatever. Like, we agree. Now, can we go back to talking about Joe Biden? Right. I wonder like, if that would diffuse no, them. They, you need yeah, to we would agree get crickets. More. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would probably get like crickets, you know, if, if we just said, okay, fine, you're right. Fine. We'll go with that. Sure. 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 But sure. Biden's sure. Definitely. less racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He somehow. uses racism for good. Yeah. To, oh, to, yeah. Yeah. And, and his, they just they make excuses. They're like, well, what he was trying to say was no, no, bull no. crap. Yeah, bull. What he was what trying, he was to, trying say to say was he doesn't want his children going to a racial jungle. Yes. <laughs> That's what he was trying to Remember say. Remember that one? And that was long before the days of stuttering, Joe, you know, that, that lifelong stutter of her of his, you know, there was no stutter there when he said that. I heard that pretty damn clear. Yeah. 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 Makes my makes my head explode. Or the fat shaming, you know, when he when he <laughs> When he just called that guy fat, like it was his name. Yeah. Gosh, I can't even speak through it because I'm like thinking about the clip of that. <laughs> oh, well, all right. There, I fat. mean, there are so, so many incidents of him saying things that you just like as his handler, as his pretend handler, I'm like, oh, 
every time. And, you know. I, I like the one that you did when the handler says that we're going to flip-flop. And then there's <laughs> there's the other person in the meeting that's like, that's the exact opposite of what we said. <laughs> She's like, yeah. it's not going to matter. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a recent one, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, and the only way I, I had to make that video the way that I did with humor because I, I really like, I was, you know, I'm, I get like really red and blotchy when I get really angry. It's very unattractive. And I was getting so angry when he was saying the things that he was saying. And, and what he was saying was, we don't it makes you feel like up. you're crazy. Yes, exactly. And, you know, he was like, mumble, 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 not defund the police, mumble, mumble. We have to fund Fun. the police. And I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm sitting by myself. I'm looking around going, it, am I crazy? Because I feel like I'm crazy right now because we just listened to you and you people talking about defunding the police. Your entire platform was based partially on defunding the police. And now you're like, oh, we're all about funding the police. That's been our stance all along. I'm like, when I was in high school, one of our little text lingo things was AYFS. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> and that was my response. Like, are yeah. you kidding? Are you kidding? This has been your platform and all of your little black minions out here, Stacey mm -hmm. Abrams, Maxine Waters, the, you guys have been the champions. You've got t-shirts and bumper stickers. And, and like, now you're just like, flip. We need yeah. to fund them. They need to do everything. Like what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he will like, he doubled what? down hard on that. And I was, you know, I'm like, well, you son of a gun, you just took all of our words that we've been saying for some time now, like verbatim, everything that yeah. we've said that, you know, all of the requirements and expectations of our law enforcement officers, um, are, you know, psychologist, uh, um, social worker, blah, 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 you know, the whole works. Um, he literally took that all verbatim and he's like, oh, so, okay. Well, not him, obviously his speech yeah. writers and handlers. They and they're like more training and more yeah, money, more money, more training, more everything. We got to treat them res with respect and, you know, let them do their jobs. And it's like, what I'm, if I don't make fun yeah. of this right now, I am going to lose my ever loving, you know, what are you going to make any, I don't know if this is your bag, especially yeah. guys, there's so, there so many different types of law enforcement. There's everything from sheriffs who are elected and their deputies, police departments that are usually run by police chief who's appointed by um, a mayor or governor or whatever. There's state, there's federal, there's all that kind of stuff. Obviously, federal law enforcement is in shambles right now and i'm not talking about all of them hsi i think that you guys are a wonderful agency you keep your head down you do homeland particularly human trafficking mm -hmm. counterproliferation interdiction i get it atf uh, i think that your agency is unconstitutional uh it's whatever uh da i think the drug war is a massive failure uh so but yeah, FBI, like you can't wait, you can't live a day without hearing Department of Injustice or Federal yeah. Bureau of Injustice. And yeah, so I mean, I would appreciate some videos about them. I think that they would be really funny. Yeah, you uh, know what? I think I think that's actually an excellent idea. And I will credit you in uh in the comments section there for that idea because you're absolutely right those would be some really really great videos to make and and uh we're on the same page with that i completely agree uh, i and mean i can't talk about that we'll talk about this after the show uh but there could be so many funny skits about the planning meetings to raid uh trump's place what a great idea we have to talk about this afterwards let's do a little collaboration how fun yeah. would that be but it's like having yeah yeah, yeah. can't can't say on the internet but from gotcha. past experiences it must have been a wild a wild me <laughs> had to have been had to i want to be i'd want to play it as as that one guy talking sense <laughs> that one guy talking sense in the room that's that's how i'd like to play that and yeah. the the response and reaction to that Oof. man so yeah. interesting oh, I, I can tell you all this stuff does not uh foster any love from you know and, and by design I just everything by everything that they do, you know, we saying that anyone in this administration is stupid is is a great disservice to ourselves because they're not stupid. They are oh, yeah. far from it.
They yeah. are far from stupid. They are playing. They have been playing the long game for a long time. And we're we're playing catch up. We're playing catch up right now. And, and um, you know, we're behind, but we're we're catching up. But this was the long game. Um, shake up your trust in federal agencies, you know, all of those things. Now they're going to make it like, you know, now they're going to turn it around. Here's my here's my unprofessional opinion of that. They're going to turn the whole thing around now, you know, because they already started, you know, our police are good. You know, Kamala's saying some similar things. Um and attacks on, you know, federal uh, on police officers is not acceptable. You know, all of the things they're starting to say now, um, that's because they want to, um, you know, they want to take over the entire uh, police force. You know, they want to make it a federalized thing. And that's where that's where their angle is probably going to be. Like, we have to protect yeah. them and defend them. And this is what we need. And they've got an angle. And, uh, you know, we just have to be super, super aware and um, and fight against because they want us to continue to hate law enforcement and say, you know, something has to change. It has to be dismantled because people are already saying that you got to dismantle the FBI and start over from scratch. Oh, how convenient for the left to start over yeah. from scratch. Yeah, well, well, we'll do it. Oh, sure, um, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. We've got that. Yeah, I did hear one good argument, though, for starting a new one because mm -hmm. they could call it the Federal Bureau of Justice, which is. <laughs> Or the Federal <laughs> Justice Bureau, FJB. <laughs> that would be magical. I would that like would to see that. Good. That would be pretty good. Those badges would be great. Oh, so good. I love Man. that. So uh, we are over the hour, but I, I just want to ask you one last thing just to get sure. your take. Because everyone, everyone is... Um, I don't know. I'm not a, you always feel like you have to preface things like this. Like I'm not like a super prepper. Um, do we purify our water? Yeah. That's because we don't like drinking gross water with toxins. Not because right. we think that uh, water isn't going to be available next week or whatever. Do we have guns and ammo? Yeah. Cause I'm like a black redneck. I don't think, it, you know, <laughs> if, if civil unrest is going down, I am uniquely trained and equipped for that. Do nice. I think that's gonna, like, like, no, I don't, I don't think that we're going to, it's going to be red dawn next week. Right. Um, but Great. just One of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just like on that scale of whatever the scale is like mm -hmm. zero to total collapse, like how are you feeling about, the food stuff and and all of the things. Yeah, just all of is, the things. What is, what is your just like meh or just yeah. like your your pucker factor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I'm somewhere in between. I'm very aware uh, of the possibilities of how quickly things can turn and change. Um, do I fully expect that that's going to happen? I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. So what I, what I think is, is I think we should, and as we should in life in general, be prepared for possibilities. And, and I think, you know, knowledge is a great thing. Uh, know how to do the things uh, that you need to do in order to keep your, because <laughs> you know, I like to be very specific. Funny place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's, it's important. because of the big tech overlords. Like yeah. you, I I got a message. I'll just say there's a thing called a Carver matrix. It's how you analyze threats um, mm. or it's how you identify targets and, and analyze uh, weaknesses from incoming threats. Like, uh, you know, if someone were to attack your house, would they use this store or this store? Well, let's Carver matrix it. Or would they, would they attack you at home or at work or en route? Mm. Well, let's Carver matrix it to figure out what the, I explained this and I got a, like a warning type thing from one of the big tech people. And I like it's emailed back and I said, well, this is bullshit. Like I've, I've been trained in training this to people like this, like I'm an expert in this. <laughs> yeah. if like if, no, 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 if I can't talk about this, then who can? Right. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, but and it tells you on the right track, the things Things. Uh, you can say the things, the but things. you can't say Carver Matrix on right. the internet. Um, so you know who you are, and I'm still you know. streaming on you. So I hope that you send me another one of those stupid things. Good. You tell them. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, I, yes, I interrupted. I, no, 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 that's okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, as, as small as knowing how to grow your own food, like, you know, I know, and I know that sounds like, oh my God, she's a crazy survivalist. No, but you really should know how to grow your own food. You know, you should know. Um, What's the downside of knowing how to grow food? Yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah, like it's just like basic knowledge that I feel like everybody should have. You you should be able to grow your own food. Um, you should, yeah, you should be able to be self-sufficient. You should have the stuff and things to um, protect yourself and your family should the need arise. And um, yeah, uh, prepared for possibilities. I think that is, I think that's, that's where I'm staying with that. Prepare for possibilities. Awesome. Well, guys, prepare for possibilities <laughs> with your stuff and things and, uh, and you know, read the books and, and do the stuff and things. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is going to, I can't say st stuff and things, it kind of flows. So if you say it too much, you will definitely uh, start to say it. Uh, this is the Joe Mobley show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure you like share and subscribe. If you're a podcast listener, I love your reviews. I love your reviews just more than the ratings. You know, someone just leaves a rating. Uh, I like to read the reviews. You can always send me an email at ask at the and make sure that you, da, 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 da. I love it when the internet works, right? Follow, uh, Elsa Kurt. Her website is elsacurt.com. It's right below our talking heads. It's also Click of a button on the podcast. You can follow her link, her LinkedIn. No, you can follow her TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's like the opposite of LinkedIn. I just got booted from LinkedIn. No. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be honest. I was a little upset about that because I LinkedIn was the only social media I had, and I've built a very robust network there. Um, I've met with LinkedIn top voices. Some of them are friends. Um, Wow. Yeah, I was pretty bummed. And, uh, well, I can't talk about that. I, I'm pursuing all avenues with that. But um, because the, I read the policy and then they did the classic thing. Oh, not that policy. The first mm. one we said you violated is actually this one. Mm. Um, the first one was spam and scams. Wow. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> And you know what? Oh, it was that same episode that I was talking about the Carver Matrix. Interesting. Oh, how, co how coincidental. Here, you know what? Here's what I said about the Carver Matrix. Let's bring it on up so people can uh so people can This is what's super spooky about it, guys. Okay, so and then we'll end the show. So this is the Carver Matrix. It was developed by uh United States military circa Vietnam War. Um, to do, you know, the stuff and things. Um, but Carver, so it measures the criticality, accessibility, recuperability, vulnerability, effect, and recognizability of a given target. They've got, you know, the example here is water intake, power center, sanitation processors. They Carver them all out. Each letter gets a number. You add up the numbers and you see 11, 18, 11. Oh, the sanitation processors is where it's at. Um, now, the re what I said about the Carver Matrix is to familiarize yourself with it, put yourself in the mind of the, the World Economic Forum, you know, the big, the faceless, nameless overlords, and ask yourself, and you've got Solalinsky's, you know, eight rules for tyrannical living, ask yourself, how would I do it? Use the Carver Matrix to ask yourself, how would I do This is what they did in Red Dawn when, when they were saying they were looking at troop movements and equipment and, you know, shift changes and stuff like that. You're getting all that human intelligence to know stuff, but the practical, tactical application of it is to put it into a Carver Matrix. So all I said to the audience was familiarize yourself with it. And just as an experiment, if you wanted to seriously disrupt economic supply chains, if you wanted to um, disrupt the functioning of a nation or a state or whatever, Carver matrix it, what would you come up with? And and then think about things that have been happening. That's all that I said. And, and they pulled your plug. Yeah, and I got, and it was the only strike. It was one strike done on LinkedIn. Wow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, that's very interesting. Hey, this is the first time I got to Carver matrix on YouTube. So we'll see how they like it because I was uh, in YouTube jail uh, we'll recently. find out. Don't uh, don't hashtag it or anything. <laughs> yeah, goodness gracious. Anyway, I stand by that, guys. It's something that 
Uh, you don't only have to use for military. It's actually, if you scroll down in the Carver matrix, you can use it for business, for measuring risk, or for measuring product launches, which pro product when, what business line when, you can Carver matrix it. Uh, but anyway, they don't care. I'm conservative, so they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to closing the show. Follow Elsa Kurt. The website is elsakurt.com. It's down below. Follow her on TikTok, not LinkedIn. I don't know. She might be on LinkedIn. Who knows? I'm there. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, there. there you go. It's not as funny <laughs> as TikTok, though. Not uh, not nearly as funny. People are like, oh, the data, the data. Are you kidding me? The data? Look at the apps on your phone. Look at, right. do, do you have... Do you deal in all cash or do you swipe a plastic card? Right. Uh, even if it's a debit card, that consumer data, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. How and, about every time you tell Alexa to play a song for you in your kitchen? Come on now, people. Yeah. Every, everyone's <laughs> Alexa just turned on. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I say all the things. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Hey, this. Hey, that. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway. Make sure that you follow her. You don't have to do the pose while you're listening, but you could. It could be a, a fun little thing, you know, just an insight thing that you guys have going on uh, with the Elsa Kurt show. Elsa, thanks so much for coming on. This was a blast. We'll have to do it again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. All right, guys. That's all we got. Have a good weekend. Hey, family. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the reader in your life, why not check out one of my books? They're all available on Amazon and most major online book retailers, as well as elsakurt.com. Hey guys, Elsa here. I want to share a really exciting opportunity I have for you. If your goal is to write and publish a book, but you're overwhelmed and uncertain of the process, I've got something amazing for you. It is an audio course called Path to Authorship that I have created, especially for new and aspiring authors. I have been exactly where you are right now. When I began my writing journey, I took a leap of faith, flew by the seat of my pants, and landed on my face. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, but that's okay because I learned so much from each one. It's because of these growth experiences that I can help you on your journey. So whether you've just started writing your manuscript or you've had one ready and waiting for years, something has held you back. Well, now you can stop postponing your dream because help is here. As a traditionally and self-published author of over 20 books, plus countless articles, blogs, and writer's guides, and having appeared on author panels, television, YouTube, radio, and print, plus my own podcasts, I've learned quite a bit about the writing, publishing, and promoting process. Now I'm ready to share what I've learned with you. Inside this amazing course, the roadblocks to writing and how to overcome them. Discover what kind of writer you are, setting goals, creating and implementing a routine, word count goals, all the fundamentals of writing, editing, types of editors, publishing, your book cover and title, promoting and marketing, and so much more. If you're interested in this amazing opportunity to get your writing journey started, check out the link in the show.